all new singles only podcast with our guest comedian renee gautier also riding shotgun patty vasquez if you haven't already please subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening right now go and hit subscribe also uh follow the youtube page where we have some live singles only podcasts and a lot of my comedies on there as well uh it's uh, youtube.com backslash paul f comedy and most importantly please check out our sponsors all right you've heard me talk about them before and uh if you are new to the podcast you must know about my friend scott shapiro uh if you have been injured on the job and need compensation you may be entitled to payment for not only your medical treatment but pay while you're off work and other compensation as well my dear friend, attorney Scott Shapiro, has been helping injured workers for 20 years here in Chicago. Contact him at 312-648-8800 or email him at scott at scottshapirolegal.com. His law office is a full-service law firm, and in addition to workers' compensation cases and work injuries, the law office can handle any and all of your legal needs, including entertainment law. All consultations are initially free of charge. So do not take a chance and wait. Call him, 312-648-8800, or check out his website at scottshapirolegal.com. Let him know we sent you. Singles-only podcast time. My name is Paul Farvar. Uh, riding shotgun as the voice of treason is the amazing Patty Vasquez. Patty, thanks for joining us. My pleasure. I just realized yesterday how much fun it is to be on your podcast as your voice of treason as I celebrated my 19th I wedding know. anniversary. I was just going to bring that up. Uh, yeah, 19 years of a marriage. Yeah, of a, of a happy marriage. Mm. My mm. husband gave me the, the cutest gifts. We'll talk about it some other time. What did he give sweet. you? Well, because I'm running for office, he gave me a bag of all the supplies he thinks I'll I thinks I'll need. Yeah. Some of my favorite like energy foods, like uh, Cheetos and uh, chocolate covered espresso beans. Nice. Gave me uh, support socks because I'll be walking. Uh, That's true. <laughs> the neighborhood knocking on doors. A back back massager. And uh, yeah, and foot lotion and a bottle of red wine. It was really. <laughs> it was really Very sweet. thoughtful. Yes. It makes marriage seem so worth it. <clears throat> <laughs> You mean Cheetos and an espresso beans? Right? Yeah, I would do it just for the espresso <laughs> beans because I've never had them. Oh, they're good. We have a single guest that we tried to get on before. Very funny. I've uh, actually, uh, she did my show Drink Date Laugh at the world famous Laugh Factory in Chicago. Renee Gautier. Yeah. Did I say that right? Gautier, yes. Gautier. You probably said it right. And my it, family says it wrong. It's such a pretty name. It Thank is. You. It really oh, is. Yeah. It's spelled Gauthier for those of you guys no, Googling. Oh, God, you're yeah. a bad person. <laughs> I'm just trying to help people. Yeah. No, to find you. Of course. You're welcome. I, mean, I need to be found. Um, but you're originally from Chicago. Yes. And you've lived in LA how long now? 10 years. Okay. 11. And. Yeah. So how how why are you single? How is that possible? <laughs> yeah, let's just get into so it. So nice. How is that possible? Yeah. Is the best thing people say. What led you to this moment? What, why? In life? Why? What? Are people blind? Is it by choice? No, I mean, I think now it's by choice <laughs> because I I go on dates and stuff. I just don't. If I don't want you, if I can't envision you touching my naked body, you gotta go. I can't. Do you know what I mean? And how quickly do you often? I mean, I think do you, you know realize it. You know right fast. away. All right. Well, like maybe not totally. I don't know. I I, th I used to be a serial dater, boyfriend after boyfriend after boyfriend. Long, 
spanning two to four years. Oh, wow. Each. Oh, like, that's a long term. Yeah, yeah. Four was the longest one and cheated on him. I'm not proud. It's what it is. But I had obviously abandonment issues. <laughs> as a person so you, so you cut to the chase you did it first yeah or no no no. i yes sabotage yeah well i think i would just pick guys i would have a guy and then i'd be like the best girlfriend and then they would be the worst boyfriend and then i would tell them hey you're being the worst boyfriend please now change it like i would come to an edge of like i'm you not trying anymore and sure. it would be a year and a half in and then i would stop yeah and then i would stop trying then they wouldn't pick up the slack and then i would already have a guy on the back burner not doing anything but definitely like getting ready here's my next dude and then you would start dating them without a break oh yes non-stop how long did you do this for i would say from high school till maybe may of 2019 i mean (laughs) not but i went through a, a major breakup that um, then I literally it cut the cycle like you could tell like I had two that were like that that cut the cycle one was when I was still living in Chicago and then I was single for a little bit and then I started dating another comic that was my four-year guy and okay. then he moved to LA that and that also wasn't yeah but I, I guess what I mean is I would date guys and l- allow it to just be like my friends like we're best friends but there's no chemistry yeah but because I was so afraid of losing somebody I think yeah, I, I mean, to hold let on. It run its when you got, and now I don't want to do that. When you started the relationship, were you guys already best friends without the chemistry, or the chemistry got lost? They were. Does that make sense? Yes. So, for example, I had a my longest relationship in recent times. We had chemistry up top, but then we became like really good friends, like best friends. But then there was no chemistry. Or wh- are you saying that yours was up top? You knew there was no chemistry, but you're like, ah, oh, he's my best friend. I think. Or both. Uh, it depends. I think there was chemistry because they were so into me. Does that make mm, sense? Sounds narcissistic. So it, doesn't it? Just a little bit. <laughs> I, I don't think I am, but I think that was like the reason I thought there was chemistry. Let's say that. Okay. Like they they were become they were anything I wanted them to be, which you is a, mold them. No, like they would just adapt to me, which is a sign. And they were all mostly alcoholics. But like, which is another sign. Um, and I don't really drink that much. And I don't like, so do you know what I mean? I like, do. They were, I, I don't the think The intensity of it is there's something appealing yeah, about it. Yes, because they knew I had a boyfriend. And right. they were like, we became friends. But they were like, I, I just like you so much. You're talking about the guy that's waiting in the, the wings. The guy that's waiting in the wings, okay. which I un- unintentionally would do. And I'd be like, no, 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 I have a boyfriend. I wasn't being like, come here and wait. Mm-hmm. But then I would be in a bad relationship. So they became... The better, more appealing. Yeah, because yeah. they were the better version right. of this guy. And then when you, that started up again, would that turn into the, it would just be a, a cycle? Yeah. Wow. I mean, I can be honest about it now because yes. I saw it from a, like in hindsight. I was like, what are you doing? So sure. then I started seeing a therapist and I was like, this is, I'm playing this part too. Like there's something going on. So, and then I would pick better and better guys, but I just, you know, I'm, I don't know. I don't know. Well, do you do you picture yourself uh, getting married and or having kids? Is that something that's in your timeline? Yeah. Or, I mean, okay. listen, if I get pregnant, I'll keep the baby. I don't know if I'll be like IVF or what. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know if I'll work extra hard to have a baby. Right. But I would have a baby if I got pregnant. 
But you want to get married. That's a goal. I mean, I'd like to have a committed relationship. Gotcha. I don't need to get married. Even in life, like, I've never been the person who needs to get married. But I do want commitment. What have you learned uh, from these this cycle that you had that makes you realize, okay, if I'm going to do that, this is what I need to change? Like, what are you doing now to, to avoid that cycle? Um. That's a good question. I don't know. I I feel like I've done a lot of work on myself. Um, like I meditate and I do other, you know, work on myself that when I, I'm just like, I mean, like I'm rejecting it naturally. And I don't know. Every time a guy asks me out on a date, I'm like, sure. Like I'm always open. I'm always down. You got to be careful when you say that on this podcast. Why? Oh, <laughs> people will talk to you. Oh, be like, hey. tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> well, I'm not that busy. Um, so what are you guys doing for the 4th of July? Um, but I, I, I'm, I'm always down and I'm, I'm always like, yeah, I mean, you know, whatever. The day of every time. I'm like, I don't want to go. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And my friend's like, you always say that. And I was like, I just don't want to go. Do and you end up canceling or do you no, still show up? I go yeah. and then I do want to be there. Oh, okay. And I, I enjoy people. I enjoy talking. I just, But then if there's things that show up, I just like immediately, not everyone. I mean, I've dated a guy a little bit long distance. I don't know if it's called dating. I don't know what it was. When you're in town, we call it, uh, there's a term on the podcast, now I already <laughs> forgot it, uh, regional contractual monogamy. Oh, okay. Which means when you're in town, you're the you're the, the girl and he's the guy, but if you're both single yeah, in the same region. Paul will provide the uh, contract. As well. okay. yeah, he has a version of the contract. Oh, yeah, has, Patty was there. Very, I, ha- I <laughs> have, have a photo of it. I've tried, but uh, it, people, go it sounds well. good on paper. But On napkin. It was actually a bar napkin. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's hard to uh, get people to commit to the to the ideology. But I'm it sounds down. like that's what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I had long-distance relationships. I dated a guy here who was a comic, and then he moved to L.A. Uh, two guys I dated mm. who were comics moved to L.A. One stayed. Got mm-hmm. married. Not to you. Not to me. That's okay. We were not going. Got it. There was no marriage to be had. No. It's okay. He's a great guy. You know. Um, but, and then this other one was, you know, the one I thought after I had changed, like I felt a change in me, I thought this was like, oh, like you meet someone and you go, oh, this is, this feels natural and normal and great. Right. And then... You know, everyone knows after like a month and a half, the real, the real shit comes out, right? Like the real person. And then you're like, what happened? Uh You were so agreeable. Like, and I don't need you to be agreeable. Well, where are you meeting these people too? In the workplace. Well, that sounds like a good idea. Well, you mentioned, because Paul often discourages comedians from dating other, and a lot of comics don't date comics, but you dated a couple at least. I dated two seriously. Okay. And I... Don't, I don't think it's realistic to say don't date other comedians. I agree. I've yeah. gone out with, I've gone out with a guy. I, I was like, I'm not going to date comics. I'm not even dating them on purpose. It just ends you know, up It happening. just ends up like yeah. you get so each other. So you're spending time with it. Yes. Yes. But you also get each other. Yeah, that's like right. I was joking the other day. I was like, if comedians who get married, like who really get each other and who are actual comedians, like on their wedding day, if they're like, I just booked a cruise ship. <laughs> You'd be like, you know what? 
You got to take it. Live yeah. that life. All right, yeah. Like, I'll see. We're still married. They understand. So I'll see you. Do you know what I mean? There's like this thing that you're like, totally. They understand it. But I mean, the, the way, what I say to get around that is you can p- date people in the other industries, like uh, musicians or uh, artists or whatever, who sure. get the hustle and they get the but stuff. But intellectually, up. I still think that that's a different level. I mean, yes, the booking part of it is yeah. for sure. But also the harrowing experiences yeah. on stage or with bookers or on the road. There's not really anything that translates. I just think there's a reason why people say don't shit where you work. Because in any position, you know, I was a lawyer and I dated lawyers. I was like, this was a horrible idea. (laughs) And then comedians, I've I've had horrible experiences with too. So I'm like, this is not going to be a good thing. Did you guys have a lot of law chat? No, it's just there are a lot of law litigators, I should say, because they're (laughs) argumentative. argumentative. So everything is like, Mm. I have to win. Um, So with comedians, there's a... Not narcissism, but there's a con- uh, an element of just, you know, you're used to being the center of attention. Yeah. And then you have to remove that spotlight, especially when one of you has success and the other doesn't. Mm-hmm. Then it gets into a really shitty place from yeah. what I've seen. No, you're right. And I think that's about who and where in the world they are as a comic. I think if you're going to date an open micer. As a successful comedian. As a successful comedian, it makes sense as a man. Because men love open micers. Male comedians love a fresh female comedian. Who they can, who they yeah. can get their way Mold. in as far as I can help you or let me guide you yeah. and yeah. mentor you. Sure. Well, because they feel needed yeah. and they're the hero. But if I'm if someone who's that. established in her career, first of all, I'm not dating an open micer. Like, you have to be three in or up. Three. <laughs> like I, you Three have years to, in is the rule. Well, I mean, because that's when I feel like you at least know you're going to really do this or you're not going to really do this and you also have to be funnier to me. And if you're not, then I'm just like... Oh, so you've done thing. this... Mo- you're still on board for dating comedians. I'm on board for dating anyone that is the right person to date. I don't care if they're a comic. I tried to date a guy who was in food, I guess. I'll say that. Even Chef. Though- Pastry chef. Ugh. Let's not get crazy. He was not a chef. Um, <laughs> he's a server. But every he's a server. But everything he did, he was in the food industry. Yeah. Uh, everything I I did, he needed to like ask questions about. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? I don't like explaining myself all the time. I uh, mean, like anybody, oh, anybody who talks in questions. Yeah. I, I'm out. Well, if I you're on a, a lot of questions, mm, it's different. You do though, by the way. I because I just like and I'll to let learn. you know when it's too much. Yeah, yeah it's, but U.S. I I'm I've I mean we've chatted. I, sure. I feel like you don't ask questions the same. Way. It's not the same thing. It's like a well, they're trying to learn about you. someone who doesn't know what you do is asking about your career or like stuff like why are you doing this? No, There's, no, it's so hard to explain. Well, like empty vessels. People like no matter how much you tell them, you don't seem to fill the vessel. They don't like, get it. Yeah, there's like no there's no bottom to when or any yeah, yeah. any point where they're gonna get it. Hey guys, I want to tell you about an amazing book called Perfect Pain by my good, good friend Param Parastran. You probably heard me talk about it if you've talked to me at all recently, but it's a great, great story about how he lived the American dream on the outside, but was dealing with trauma on the inside. And he basically tells you how you can overcome trauma if you're willing to open the darkest doors and really look inside yourself. I highly recommend this book. It's it's such an eye-opener and it's such an amazing story about just 
it, it's it's just a great book. You have to have to get it. It's at perfectpain.com where you can get it on Amazon. Again, Perfect Pain by Param Parasran. It's a great great story and it and it's it's uplifting and it's happy and it's deep and it, and it's something that we all should read and it talks about how therapy basically saved his life and I hope you guys will read it and share it with everybody. Perfectpain.com. The, the first thing that's a nightmare is this. I've always wanted to do comedy. Oh, yeah. That's, and you're like, cool. Women get that a lot more than guys do. Go somewhere and do it. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't have to tell me. I'm not telling you I've always wanted to whatever. Like Serve food. Yeah. <laughs> I served food. I've been there. Um, but, like, things like, uh, hey, I, I have a sh- uh, what do you have to? Oh, I have a show tonight um, in Santa Monica or whatever. And you'd go, oh, I'd like to come. And I was like, you know what? It's not a great show. Like, it's just kind of a workout room. So I'd rather you not come to this one. What's a workout room? Oh, if you don't want me to come, like, just say it. (laughs) I think I just did. Yeah. Yeah, They're like it personally insults. Everything's a personal thing. Everything's like That happens with, yeah, that happens on on both when you're dating a non-comedian. But then you have to explain why. I'm like, because if I have a shitty set... In a room that isn't built for comedy, right? Because you go up, you try material, you do yeah. your thing. If I have a shitty set and there's two people in the bar seeing this crap show and I'm just trying to work out stuff, now I got to babysit you after. Right. And now think I, about you being in the room and yeah. wondering Instead what you focusing, think of me being yeah, yeah. here. Yeah. yeah. He's like, oh, it sounds like what's the big deal? And I'm just like, I can't. Also, he has a, he had a noodle penis and I... Oh, <laughs> A noodle. noodle like like a, not al dente. It al, really not al dente. Al dente. It was a <laughs> no. It was not al dente. <laughs> it was shaped like a noodle. Oh, but was it thin like a noodle? It was like thin. Oh God! I didn't even want. And that's the thing that I've also changed about myself. No noodle penises. That is Peni. number one. Uh, no, I don't care about you know whatever. You got what you got, and that's fine. I'm not <laughs> judging it. But I also de- never wanted to know. What his penis was like. Does that, like, I didn't want. You knew that up top, so you couldn't picture being physical with him. Right. I like, we would, we would kiss and make out, and I was like, great. But there was something in me that was like, I don't want to sleep with this guy. Mm-hmm. And then when I told him, hey, I'm just not comfortable yet, because I'm not a one night stand girl. I'm not quick and to go to bed with people. And whatever that is internally in me, that's my thing. And it's, a comfortable thing like I, I can't be vulnerable so it's like if I can't be comfortable you know it's the opposite for a lot of people but for me it's like I want to actually know you and sure. feel comfortable and so I told him that and he had cooked me dinner of course he did and he and I was like oh do you noodles. think because you cook he made noodles I'm like do you think because you cooked me dinner like I'm supposed to sleep with you and he's like well yeah oh, and I was like he said that yeah I go I appreciate your honesty but I, I'm not comfortable and I would not like to sleep with you and he was like, got mad. And I said, oh, that's cool. You're mad, but I'm going to go. Like, it's is not because I was really like working. How many on how dates to were you in on this time at this time? I don't know. Four. Yeah. I mean, that doesn't. I'm just curious as to like how he feels like this entitlement, I guess. Yeah, I think it's I, and I also think it's like dating in this world right now. It's like three dates. If someone cooks you dinner, it's sex time. At least a hand job, yeah. I, right. And I did not want to touch his dick. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> but I'm just saying I didn't want to touch right. his noodle dick. Yeah. But how did you find out that eventually you Well, because noodle? I'm bad with, I was still working on being bad with conflict and like the next time we hung out, I was like, fine. <laughs> Is that how you, first of all, those of you didn't see what happened, <laughs> she uh, rolled her eyes and was like, fine. Uh, 
That's that's how. And her, her that. eye roll was audible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Do you know and then I you're mean? like, this I do. A- yeah. I guess we're doing this. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, just fine. And he was still on board? I guess guys would just be like, yeah, it's <laughs> like, you're not encouraged, but. It was so bizarre. Yeah. He was also doing his, I don't know, whatever. He's a nice enough dude. It After that, it was done? For me, yeah. he was in love. Oh, So no. you stayed in the relationship even with the noodle dick and not having the. No, I, I cut it off. I cut it off before. The relationship. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I cut to be clear. Yeah. <laughs> um, I cut it off and I said, you know, I was actually proud of myself because I would never be that quick to be that forthcoming in what, because I did like him and I, and I was like, I'm just not comfortable, but I do like him. I enjoyed his company. And then we would making out was good. That was all great. And then I just, I noticed myself not wanting him to come to my place. I didn't want to bring him anywhere. Mm -hmm. Like I just. We went, I went to a New Year's Eve party with him and he was introducing me as his girlfriend. Oh, God. And I was like, Jesus Christ. Um, and that was before we slept together. Right. You're like, Mayday. Seriously. Yeah. So I was like, mm. so I would be honest with him along the way. I was like, hey, I don't know if I'm like. Well, how did you totally meet this in. guy? Off of Bumble. Oh, okay. Right, so are you using the apps then still or no? No. Okay. I'm very hot and cold with apps. Mm-hmm. I'll get on them and then I'll be like, mm, I'm going to delete it. I just get, I just don't want it. <laughs> sure. It's more work than it's, it's fine. I'm down for work. Like I'm down to put in the time and the work for the right thing. And I would love a relationship. I just. Well, you're busy too, right? Like how I'm, are you going to have time for a guy, especially if they work, you know, a nine to five job and you're working at nights doing comedy. And, yeah. And, and you have a show writing during the day. Right. And like, yeah, I mean, I. I don't know. Why are you single? Uh, mine's a choice. It is? Yeah. Yeah. He gets about three three months in. I go, I try. Like, I'll go on relationships, but then I'm just like, eh. Well, you always know that you're not intending to go anywhere with it. That Yeah, so I always go in thinking it's not going to work out, but then sometimes it goes over three months. I'm like, oh, this is cool. But then there's always like, where's, where's this, this going? going? From and her. I, from her. And I'm like, why does it, ha- like, why do we have to go anywhere? Why can't it just be like, we'll figure it out? And that's something women don't like to hear. So you want women to be in the moment. Let's be in the moment. Are we moment. interviewing me here now? <laughs> no, I'm just curious. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm curious no. how. Well, you, like you said, you, she want, you want to learn. No, no, no. That's So right? that's I, I do understand your, what you're saying. Yeah. But like, I, I also don't picture myself getting married or having kids. And that, that's something that happened more recently. Like mm-hmm. in the last five years, I'm like, yeah, it's not really for me. Yeah. So um, there are people that say that. They are also on board with you initially, but then they figure out, wait a minute. No, I don't want this. Yeah. I dated a guy I really liked who was not a comic, who still looks at all my Instagram stuff. Likes um, everything? Yeah. Um, That's our move. He doesn't like everything, actually. He just looks at my Insta story. Oh. Which Do is you like, get disappointed when he doesn't like something? Not Do you notice? No. No. What happened with him, which was interesting, I've never confronted him about it, and I feel like... You know, people tell you who they are. We already know that. With Whether you're listening or not, you know what's going to maybe happen to you guys if you talk about a relationship they just had. And this guy was like very similar, didn't want kids, right? Well, I, so I had shot a pilot for Lifetime Television, and he was the guy working the camera for my audition. And I was making him laugh. I didn't know, whatever. And he, after the show didn't get picked up or after it was all over, he 
reached out to one of the producers on it and asked for my phone number. Oh, that's so great. Fine. Yeah. And he's great. He's a cool dude, but like you can see it. If you like look at it, you're going, mm, I see what you do. Like it's a little bit like the same thing. Like three months in, it's a bit of a pattern where it's for like, sure, yeah. for sure, right? We all have them. But he really, we really liked each other. And then. Did you have a nothing. conversation with him three months in or whatever and being like, where is this going? No. Or just automatically? I'm down for it going the way it's supposed to go. I do think you should communicate if it's not going to go anywhere any, yeah. fur- any further. Yeah. What is that? Is it like a, just want to be able to sample, you know, no. to enjoy somebody for a limited amount of time? And- I think that for me, yeah. and I don't right. know this guy's thing, but I would say a lot of it has to do with like just having that freedom to not have to feel guilty for not seeing somebody. For me, that's the case. And I, and I last, the situation I get myself into a lot, which seems to be working in my pattern is, is women who've been divorced and have a kid because then I'm not the priority. And then it works out because if I don't see them, um, it's not a big deal. Cause they don't, I'm not like, I'll never be that priority. And that's somewhere I like to be. But don't you ever want to be somebody that a woman, you know, is eager to see again and eager to hear from and, and you're that important. I feel like I already am like that. All right then. Okay. Um, the thing is he was not, yeah, I think it's a freedom thing. I think it's definitely freedom. Yeah. It's not, I'm not, I'm, I'm not a kid any, like I don't really, I'm not trying to. I don't know. I'm not. But I I think, I think that that's something that, I I mean, sometimes, but. No, I th- I don't. I, I think it's the one good thing about getting older is that like my dick does not run my life anymore, mm. and I think that's a good thing. I don't know how old this dude is. But I think his dick runs his life yeah. still. So but he's I don't younger think than he did admit it. Yeah. I don't think he's that. I think he's in his late thirties. Yeah. I don't think it. Sh- I think he doesn't realize it. Also, by the way, this guy's great. He's a good dude. We never addressed that. We didn't. We spoke every single day. Then all of a sudden. Nine days Radio in a row, silence. we didn't speak. Yeah. And I was like, and I started to get like pretty rejected about it. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, what the fuck is going on? Can I swear? I'm well, sorry. yeah, fucking please do. God, yeah. I've been doing it and I just now asked. Uh, my concern is, my, my curiosity is then if he, as the guy who runs the camera during auditions, how many times is he like, that's, like basically his that's a move? Is that I his know it's a move. Operandi? I'm just saying, like, he gets to sample all these wonderful yeah. women in Los Angeles. He's actually an executive producer of a TV show. So he was just doing it to help because he works in the production oh, okay. office. I was gonna, I was gonna say. So he, yeah, I don't okay. think that's a thing. But I also, yes, I casting do think couch. his access, not well, casting couch because she, it was already after. Right. Right. He did wait process. until after. He waited. Yeah, he so didn't want to. He didn't want to exert any pressure. Yeah, yeah. Right. and he's he's a good dude. I just it was bizarre, and I was like, oh, Renee, if you had listened to what he had said in any conversation you guys had, well, what was he saying? Well, he was just like, I don't want kids, and girls I date, they say they don't want kids, but then eventually they're like, I want kids, and I go, oh, okay, and he's like, do you want kids? And I said exactly what I just said to you. I go, if I get pregnant, I'll keep it. That's truly where I stand on children. It didn't. He goes, that's actually a really good answer. Okay. I go, it's a good answer. No one's ever said that before. Well, because that's the truth, right? Like if I don't, if I don't, if I'm not sure, but if for some reason I get pregnant, right. Then, okay. But you're not looking at at looking at pregnancy as something that will destroy your life. You're saying, okay, this is the next path that I'm on. And if I don't have kids, that's okay too. Also your path that you're on. Like I, my point to him was, 
if you and I are in a relationship and you decide, we decide you're not going to use a condom and I'm not going to use birth control and we have sex with abandon and we get pregnant, we're getting pregnant. Mm -hmm. Like that's a choice we're making as a couple. Sex with abandon. <laughs> it should always be with them. <laughs> I like Sex that. with abandon. Yeah, look at that. It's going to be part of the I mean, is, that's right, right? Yeah. I, I don't know a, if I've ever no, put it that way. I don't, I've never heard that term, but I like it. <laughs> I think it's a band name, but, um, or at least an improv team. Um, so what, it is, it what? is an improv team. It's a sketch team. They write a lot of sketches that, that, that whole. They have no abandon. Ironically, they have no abandon. <laughs> That's the whole point. So what, what, um, what about what, when you say you're on and off with the, with the apps, then um, do you meet people in like real life too, mm -hmm. like at shows and stuff? Does that happen? No, too? I don't No. I, I think you, we did a show together and there were guys talking to you afterwards yeah. at Laugh Factory. Was that people you knew or? I don't remember. Okay. I think half yes, half no. Okay. I don't. But you don't give people your numbers and no, stuff. No, 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 no. The last few guys I've gone on dates with have been people who have met me because I've walked into their production company. I've worked with them on set. And they're not comics. I mean, to be fair, I haven't dated a comic in a long time. There was a long distance thing I was doing. For nine months, I don't know what we would call that, but it would be what was, what did you call the R R uh, regional contractual monogamy? I believe it was that. Okay, and I was actually fine with it. There was a point we did talk every single day, and I actually think we get each other because he is. We're both successful comics, and he has stuff going on, and I have stuff going on, and we really he like just had a special Chris Rock. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> Oh, I wasn't going to say his name, but <laughs> no, no, do not. I'm the reason do not. he got a divorce. Dun, 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 dun. Because regionally it wasn't working out. Like, how dare you? Like, you have not been here. I saw your Instagram. You I were in town. <laughs> you were, you were close. Town. East side is west side. Same thing. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, I don't even know what you asked me. What are the, what are the, <laughs> what are the, um, I was like, we were talking about people Meeting at people shows. Yeah, 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 yeah. What about, um, are, have you gone on dates in uh, L.A. where you're like, oh, this is an L.A. date? Like, where, have you had a situation where, like, this is not really happening? Yeah, I mean, I've had an L.A. I, an L.A. date is somebody who, it's one of two things. They, you meet them at a bar. Mm -hmm. It's never dinner. You meet them at a bar, and if you don't get a drink, they got to know why you're not getting a, like, I'm like, yeah. I'm just, I'm getting a ginger ale. Like, I'm, it's not like I'm not sipping as you're sipping. I just get drunk fast and I need to know what's going on here. Sure. And so that's like an L and then they talk about themselves the entire time. There's no question. <laughs> oh, the resume, the, it's the, what I'm working on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah. And then and then they also like they it find out you're a comic and then it's like like oh. I just went on a date with a guy who he's from Chicago. But he lives in LA. I I think that he felt like he was too fresh to LA. That's another LA thing. It's like dating an open micer. I heard uh, we had a guest yes. talk about that. Like, oh you won't date someone that's just moved to LA yeah. unless they've been there for a full year. Have that means to. They're going to stay. Yes, yeah. because they are lost. Yeah. Like, and that is where it's a crash course. And who the fuck are you? Because you're there for a year, and every day feels like a vacation and a nightmare. Like you're still like. So do I go to the beach today? Because there's water here. I'm in California. Like, it's weird. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like a weird 
Do I work? Do yeah. I, what am I, what are my goals and how do I achieve them? Yeah. What is when happening? There's so much yeah. sunshine. And yes, but it, it feels like a vacation and then you have to find a job and then everyone does what you do in a, in a way. Yeah. But I mean, listen, I'm, I, and any, my server jobs, like I thrive, like I only had one job in LA and then I got a writing job and I worked that job for seven years at waiting tables. I trained all their people. Like I have a, very interest. I'm very Italian. I have a very work ethic thing. Like I always have two to three jobs. So I was always, basically I lived my life as I lived it here. I lived it there. Mm-hmm. I worked during the day. I picked up day shifts only and did stand up at night. Went on auditions, did whatever, but just let it come as it comes. Right. And I think what happens for a lot of people, I also moved with my sister, which I think is a huge deal because it's like having family with yeah, you. You're, you're grounded. Yeah. And then your you're apartment, your apartment sure. feels like a home because you share all the same things. Right. And it's like living at home. So I had an advantage. But I think people, and there's a few people I know who moved from here to L.A. that I did date that uh, left pretty fast. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's because they're not living their life here, the way they lived it here, there. Because people move to L.A. and they think, I don't need a day job. I have to keep it clear for auditions. Oh, and you're like... And for writing. Yeah. You're an idiot. Live yeah. your life. How else are you going to have... You have to because work begets work no matter yeah. what you're doing. So right. if you're busy, energetically, you're just, you're just going to keep attracting... Was the was that. the writer, uh, the waiter that you dated, was he in also had a dream to do something else or was he going to go into food? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I think he... Thought he was a mixologist. Oh, okay. So he was going down that path. He was the the ultimate reason I stopped talking to him, and I'm sure he'll. First of all, he only messaged in emojis. He's twelve. Like a like a full sentence in emojis. Oh, and I'm like, that's a lot of work, right? I want to date. I want. I don't want to decode something. Also, it's like you don't have to try this hard. (laughs) You don't have to try this hard. You can just say okay. Are emojis worse than gifts, or are I'll take a gift over like an emoji gifts. any I day. Too. I like a gift. I, I, I just learned the button time. on the gifts this year. Oh, or you congrats. can push it on the on the iPhone. Yeah, oh. you know I'm always sending you yeah. gifts all the time. Recently. What's that? I send yeah. you gifts. Yeah, all the I like time. that. Gifts are great. Yeah, okay. Gifts are great. Like, it's if someone goes sunshine surfboard eggplant whatever they're doing they're trying yeah. to say something Trumpet. and you're just like what the fuck are you trying to say just say it and he was he like young no. Are we dating or was it so hanging? This is thirties. It was so weird. But like, the reason, the, the reason I ended up like finally going, this no. isn't. Even if I could get past whatever is happening emotionally for me, even if I could tuck that away, old school. Um, he was so rude about the the dishwasher at his restaurant he worked at. Like we were walking. And he was like, he was working for a company that was newly managed. I worked for Hill. I worked for Hillstone Group, which owns Houston's Bandera. Mm-hmm. It's very let us entertain you for the West Coast. It's known for its service, its concepts, its whatever. And the service is like a particular type of service. You don't have bus boys. Everybody, whatever. It's Everyone chips in. It's yeah. a system. You have and food it's, runners and your own. Yeah. We don't have food runners. Right. You're the, you need the food runner. Right. Sorry. Right. Sorry. No. No. Um, but. It's a very, it's very good service. It's like very, so a lot of people hire the managers to get that 
kind of like integrity right. behind their to service. Their You're invested in each. Yeah. So what did he? Do? What did so he? he do? So a manager I knew was working at a managing a new place he was working at. So he's asking me questions about, oh, is this how it was? Because at this point, I wasn't bartending there anymore. Like I. I was writing on a TV show. I was very lucky. And I would go back and forth. I would pick up shifts and help train. So what did he do? You're like justifying. So uh, I got it. Because I feel I don't want you to. You've already said you've set the you've set the table. So he he said, oh, hey, last night uh, this manager made me made me change the garbage in the men's room at the end of the night. And I go as like part of your side work. And he goes, yeah, I go. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, you closed? He's like, yeah. He goes, and then he goes, uh, there were no dishes. I had to go back and yell at the dishwasher because no one was running my th- my plates. And then uh, there was a table of girls. I'm saying it a little backwards, but there was a table of women and he's and he was serving them and they were, and he started clearing the table and they're like, oh, don't you have a busboy to do that? He goes, yeah, I know, right? He goes, what are they doing back oh, there? Oh, what a dick. And I go, what? Threw him under the table? Yeah, and I go, what? And he goes, yeah, I'm not a busboy. I'm not a dishwasher. I'm not blah, blah, blah. That's Garbage. their job, yeah. and my job is to serve. And I go, oh, okay. And he's like, what? And I go, well, because of them, you have dishes to bring to your table. Teamwork. Yeah. To serve the food, and you get tips, and they get paid nothing. And I was, like, getting, like, really yeah. mad. I go, that is not how I treat people. And he's like, no, 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 I think you misunderstand me. I go, I actually think I understand you. I understand you. you well. This is why you're alone. And now he has a baby. <laughs> Oh. He immediately started dating a girl and got her pregnant. Like, hmm. Hmm. well, at least it wasn't you. Thank Jesus. Yeah. They were never. And that guy. I had two babies. That. I would not out of that, that noodle no. dick. All right. Uh, we Sorry. are. This was t- boring. Was this boring? No, no it was great. Not at all. What, I just yelled. My, yeah. my apologies to the audience. Where, where can people speakers. find out more about you, uh, Renee, and your stuff? 847. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, directly just ask me questions. I love it. Um, uh, at Nene Guder on Instagram and Twitter. Nene Guder is N-E-N-E. Nene Guder. G-O-O-T-E-R. Well, do it again because I, I interrupted you. Go ahead. How do you spell it? Oh, N-E-N-E-G-O-O-T-E-R. It's because no one knows how to say my name. Yeah. It's well, so it's going to be tagged when we put this up. No, so. for sure. But like the handle Instagram. is because of okay. that. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much, Renee, for coming. We'll get you thank back you on for, for sure. Please. We excellent. ran out of yeah, time. I feel like there's way time. more stories here. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we, we just we scratched did, the surface. Yeah, she said she had several two to four year relationships. I know. And all we, we got was Noodle Dick. Shit. We yeah. got Noodle Dick and yeah. the guy that got, got married shafted. after. Yeah, yeah. Several was a lie. I feel like she was she was giving us a run around, just like the cycle of relationships. <laughs> we didn't even get to like who she's lived with or how close she got to marriage. Tune in for episode two. I've been almost proposed. Leave with this. I've been almost proposed to twice. Oh, wow. I love Right, we'll find out more. Yay. All right. You're going to have to listen for the next episode of Singles Only Podcast with Renee Gautier. 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 Thank you so much. And thank you all for listening. Please subscribe and comment. Bye.